Hello, and welcome to Deep and Wide. I'm Pat Walter, and thank you for joining me. Deep and Wide is a weekly podcast that dives into the deeper things of the Christian faith, as well as a wide variety of culturally relevant topics. The goal of our podcast is to challenge growth and inspire hope. Please enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Deep and Wide. I'm your host, Pat Walter, as I said in the intro. Thank you for returning uh, to our series about who God is. We've talked about God is sovereign, and we've also touched last week on God is holy. He's set apart and he's different. And this week, I'm really excited because uh, we're going to talk about a name of God, not just a characteristic. Uh, to say God is holy, we learn that the angels say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of Almighty. We see God revealing that, that he is sovereign and above all. Uh, but sometimes he reveals who he is by his name. Um, in the beginning of the Bible, in the book of Genesis, we see uh, that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the, and the earth. And we see God as Elohim. And this is the name that we're going to dive in today. What does that mean? Uh, what does that name mean? And what does it reveal and teach us about who God is? And so uh, that's this week, guys. Uh, first of all, like I said, in the book of Genesis, it's the first name that we see, uh, the first characteristic that we see uh, attributed to him. Uh, in the Old Testament alone, we see the, the name Elohim occur in a general sense. So this isn't just about God, our God, uh, but this is about all deities being powerful is about 2,570 times, um, but about 2,310, it's the name for the one true God our God, the God of the Christian faith. So uh, it, it can be used as a general term of just God, a powerful being. Um, and in our sense, we see our God in the first sense of his power. We see it in his creation. Okay. Um, and that's one of my favorite ideas of who God is, is God is the creator. Um, he is the author he is the beginning, and he's the one who, who began our beginning, okay? So we know that God, we know by his revelation, not because we, we know all things, but we know that God um, has no beginning, and he has no end, that he is eternal. He is without beginning, without end. He's uh, infinite, and that's what makes him God. But as creator, he we have a beginning, our earth has a beginning, Um and I uh, maybe one of these days we'll talk about like the apologetic side of this um, about creation and about why I believe creation and not evolution and and those things about uh, why I believe God exists. Um, and, and one of my my major major reasons for believing in the existence of God is creation. Um, in a really quick summary, just because I'm thinking about it, is uh, I don't believe that you can get order from chaos, and I, and I don't see anywhere in the history of humanity or the earth where you get life from non-life. Life doesn't come from non-life, and order doesn't come from chaos, and we have both order and life in our created world. So uh, Elohim is the God who created the universe. Uh, he started it from the very beginning. And so that is how we first see God as a creator. 
And I think the for us, we have to recognize, too, that he also created humanity, right? So he, he starts by creating the earth, the heavens and the earth. He creates um, uh, he the sun and the moon and the lights and the stars. Uh, he creates animals and plants and the sea. And then he creates uh, what he called his crown jewel, or not those exact words, but uh, he, he created us, humanity, in his image, according to his likeness, that we, humanity, would have the dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals on the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. We were created to uh, walk uh, according to his way in dominion over the creation that he gave us. And then he gave us this other command. He said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God saw that it was good, uh, how it was made, and indeed it was good. Listen, he created everything and gave us dominion. He created us to create, to steward, and to live um, according to his way as he did. And and the beautiful thing that I love about his uh, creation is, guys, that, that we as believers steward all that he gave us. Um, you know, when we come into, to the kingdom, um, nothing's ours again again i've said this before i don't know where i said it. i don't remember if i said it on podcasts or in sermons but we gave up our rights okay when we came to the kingdom we gave up our right our right to be right um our rights to think that uh that our, our, basically our life is not our own we give it to him and in doing so but that god then turns around and gives us stewardship of his creation um and then we see this also and again, we'll get to the Trinity later, but seeing the beauty of that he is the God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, and that he, he functions and operates in such a way that he gives us authority and power and partnership with the triune God. Um, I, I want to dive in just a couple more things um, about uh, Elohim and being the all-powerful creator God. And uh, trying to find my notes here. Uh, one of those was saying that uh, he is the God who is also in his sovereignty. Um, is to describe him as a, he is the God of over the earth, God of over all the flesh, God of heaven, and he is the God of God. So one of the things that we have to st- understand in Elohim is as the God who is creator, but also as the God who is all-powerful. Um, God holds all power. There's nothing um, that he can't do in terms of his power on the earth. Um, It's one of those tricky subjects where to say that that God can do anything he wants, but then there's things about God that he, he, he won't do anything outside of his character and his nature, so he can't do it. And so I don't want to say God can't because that's crazy talk in some ways. But God won't because it's outside of his nature and his character. But God has all-powerful, and he is, again, and we talked about his sovereignty, that he is in ultimate control. Um, There's nothing that that doesn't happen on this earth that he doesn't know. And in that, I'm pausing to think about how I want to say this. He knows all things that happens, but many times people will question the goodness of God 
because they expect God to intervene when bad things happen, right? Um, and so it's not taking away from his sovereignty or his power or his knowledge. Um, what it does is it basically, again, and I'm a free will guy, and so I believe that basically God has allowed humanity uh, the ability to, to choose and make decisions. Um, and because of that, uh, that's why we have evil in the world. And again, maybe another time, another topic, we're talking about the nature of God. Um, but he's also uh, the God who is uh, mighty and does mighty works on his behalf and on behalf of his people. So part of his power um, was to show who he was to humanity, but also to show who his people were that would ultimately reflect who he was. Uh, one thing we have to remember is the nation of Israel really um, was set apart not because they were a certain race or breed or creed or color. They were set apart because he says, hey, I want you to live a certain way. I made a, a covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and I want you to live in such a way that you are different from the rest of the earth, and the rest of the earth can identify you as the people of the Most High God. You see, uh, atheism wasn't as popular back in the days of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Uh, most people believed in uh, either a god or a plethora of gods. Uh, they're very polytheistic. And uh, so, you know, they had little idols or statues, and, and that was very common back then. And so to say that, uh, you know, I believe in God was like, oh, yeah, we all do. Which, which God do you pray to? But to say that I believe in a single God, a monotheistic God, was actually kind of, that was what was crazy. Not believing in multiple gods, but believing in one God was crazy to most people back in those days. And then two, to be like, I believe in the one true God who is greater than all of your gods or idols or false gods. And that was a big deal. Um, I mean, we even see, uh, I think it's Isaac or Jacob. No, I remember it was, it was Jacob. Um, when his sons, when Joseph was in, in prison, um, is it that story? Um, I'm drawing a, a blank on which story it is. Um, but but he he put false gods in his rucksack and was like, "Hey, why why are you stealing my gods?" Um, if if you remember who it is, just text me. I'll probably remember at two o'clock in the morning while I'm falling asleep. Uh, while I'm trying to fall asleep. Um. But this, but idols were a big part, and so to say that, hey, my God is not just Elohim, because uh, God, because again, that was a, a normal one. But to be like, no, I, I serve a singular, all-powerful God who is actually the author and the creator of the earth and the universe was to set yourself apart, and that was what Israel was supposed to do. Remember last week we talked about holy is set apart. God is holy, and Israel was supposed to be holy, and they were supposed to be set apart from the world, just as we as believers and Christ followers, we are supposed to be separate, distinct, uh, and and holy so that when the world looks at us, they see something different. And and that was why the, the covenant of circumcision um, was such a big deal back then, because nobody was circumcised, really, except for the Israelites. Uh, again, and this might be kind of gross, but if you think about it, like, if one day it's like, you know what, I'm just going to chop off my foreskin. You know what? No no, no biggie whatsoever. I mean, that, that <laughs> nobody thinks that way. 
But to have a covenant with God and God's like, hey, that that's the sign of the covenant. Well, listen, you're going to be different than most dudes. Like, hey, what what kind of guy are you? Ah, I'm an Israelite. This is the covenant I have with God. It's it's a it's a pretty constant reminder about this covenant. And um, and and so that's what it was. It was is guys. There there was this creator powerful being who exists outside of us who again we talked on sovereignty is in control but also is powerful and in the midst of our moments and so that's why and i'm going to dive this into the practical this is why we pray listen we we talk to the creator and the all-powerful being and say god i need you to uh on my behalf come and get involved in whatever it is we're praying for whether it's you know a healing or or we're praying for strength or praying for wisdom or praying for an intercede in a situation uh that god you ultimately i believe you have the power to intervene and i believe that that you've created and that you can create and i have to trust that 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 is ultimately who God is. And the more that we recognize the different, again, attributes of who God is and the name of, of who God is as he reveals them to him, and we learn who our God is, we can lean into that and we learn to trust the attributes that he has. And, and on a very practical level, it's really easy to believe, oh, I believe God has all power. But then when we live in anxiety or fear or worry or, you know, you, you name these other things, if you look at the world of what's going on and it creates this uh, uncertainty in, in us and then we, we dwell in that area, it, 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 we're, what we're saying is I acknowledge that God is these things, but I don't know if I really trust that God is these things because I, I think he can, but I don't know if he will. Does that make sense? And so, but what we want to do is look and say, okay, God is the author and the creator of our universe. He is the creator of life. And he, all life is because of him. He is the giver of life and he is uh, all powerful and, and he is the one who, who gives power, right? Um, especially if we, if we as believers in this day and age are indwelled by the power of the Holy Spirit, where do you think that power comes from? Right? It's the power of God in us that gives us the ability to walk in said power. And and when I say power, I, I really pray that you don't go straight to miracles and healings. And again, I'm not saying that those don't exist. I believe very strongly that they do exist. But, but I think we can easily go right to there when we say power. Oh, power to do these things. No, I'm just saying in power. Like, listen, some of the power was bold preaching, right? The Holy Spirit came upon them and they declared and preached the word of God with boldness. Um, those are some of the things that we, we are called to do today. We need to be bold in the proclamation of the word because the God who is powerful gives us power to do it. Uh, sometimes it's that power or the strength to get through things. By the power of God in us, we can do these things. And so when we recognize who God is and that we are made in his image and that we are called to walk according and to live according to his way, that our life should look like and reflect the life of Yeshua, who is Jesus, but also Jesus is the reflection of the Father right? I only say what, what my father says. I only do what my father does. And perfectly, that's our heart. We want to say and do what the father does. But I want to walk in his creative 
power. So some of the things that, that I, I think uh, Christianity has, I think we're getting better at right now in the season, is just re- recognizing that our creativity comes from him. And, it, and in our creating, that is the grace of God and the gifts of God that have been given to us through the Holy Spirit to be able to create and to think and to do these things. But again, to the glory of God, not our own glory, but to his glory, that his name uh, the name of Jesus might be known throughout the earth. And um, I think I'm getting off topic, but I'm getting passionate. Uh, but I want us to understand these things, that, that we have to know and recognize that who God is and what his names are so that we can function in the body according to who our Heavenly Father is. And so I hope that something challenged you, maybe something stirred in you, maybe something encouraged you, maybe you learned something. Um, if it did, shoot me a DM or a text message or an instant message or whatever it's called nowadays and let me know if, if you were grown or challenged by this uh, or, or even if you have um, something that you want me to talk about in the next couple of weeks. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, I love any interaction that I have um, with you guys. I appreciate all the listens and all the uh, encouragement I get from you. Uh, but And uh, I want to wrap up with this. Please, please, please pray for our friends in Kenya. I was messaging Pastor Fred today. Uh, they've had many floods. Um, they're supposed to harvest uh, their maize um, for food for the widows and the orphans and for them and hopefully to sell some at market to plant for the next season, but they're unable to harvest it due to the heavy rains. Many uh, widows and people from the community have been displaced due to the heavy rains and his wife is sick and they're trying to figure out what's going on with her. So please, please, please pray for our friends in Kenya. Please pray for our uh, friends and missionaries in Belize. They're doing great things. They're continuing to get settled in, but also have some new opportunities ahead of them. And we're praying that God continues to open doors for them. And guys, while we're at it, let's just pray for all of the people across the globe who are in the nitty-gritty, doing the work of the ministry, some facing death, uh, some facing famine, some facing hunger, uh, some facing COVID, whatever it is. Uh, Let's pray for our friends across the globe who are fighting the good fight of faith faith and um, we appreciate all the prayers and all the support. Uh, God bless you guys and I look forward to being with you next week. Hey everyone, before we jump into this week's episode, I want to let you know about a really cool tool I've been using. It's called Anchor and it helps me record, edit, and upload all of my podcasts. Most of all, it's free, guys, which is pretty cool. The other cool thing is it has uh, background music built in. It automatically uploads to Spotify and Apple. It does all of the things that you need to make an amazing podcast for you. And so uh, I encourage you to download it. Go check out uh, Anchor at the App Store and go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you liked what you heard. And if you did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends and family. I would love to hear any comments, any suggestions, or any questions so I can get to them on future episodes. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Pat Walter, and I'll talk to you next week.